AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Conversations on life, style, beauty, and relationships. It's the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson. Hi, Marv. Well, hello there, Miss Kelly Kelly. Well, I just had a little bit of a mini breakdown and, you know, I just like to get real with my listeners. So (laughs) I am really struggling still. I had COVID two weeks ago and... I still feel like shit and I'm frustrated and emotional and I just want my life back and I keep bumping up against stuff that doesn't seem to be letting it just, you know, flow. And so I keep feeling like I'm like, re- you know, revving up. I'm ready to go. I've had such a hard couple years and emotionally, I actually feel, although I did just start crying tomorrow. <laughs> Mostly, I actually really feel ready. I feel ready to move forward. I feel like I'm leaving a lot of stuff in the past. And I feel like I've really like done a lot of healing work and feeling a lot lighter and free from that. And now it's like physically I'm sick. And so I'm frustrated as fuck. It is like another level of surrendering again, which I'm sure is just all full of lessons for me that I really don't want. And um, so that's my mood. That's the vibe I'm coming in with today. And I'm just going to go ahead and get straight about that. But and, I, and you really want to talk about the soul evolution? No, honestly, I don't, Marv. <laughs> but the thing that I said to you is you were like, do we need to do this another day? And, and my truth is, is that physically, I probably would be like, yeah, I could keep doing this, like putting my life off. But it's it's like my list of things that I'm putting off seems to be getting higher and higher. And that's actually adding to my stress at this point. And so just to be able to like move forward a little bit in the way that I can, I feel like I want to have this conversation one, because that like, it'll just help me to not add more to my list, but two, maybe an emotional reset to like, remember why we're all here, what the true importance in my life actually is what I can be looking at and thanking the universe for, because right now I just want to say a big fuck you (laughs) to the universe. (laughs) And I know that that's not really, you know, that's just like the way that I feel emotionally. And so sometimes I need the reminder of the bigger picture and um, it helps me get out of this, you know, well, well, you're jumping on the bigger picture now when we're talking about soul evolution. What do you mean? Oh, the topic today. what bigger subject can you get but be to evolutionary of the soul? Right. I mean, you know, actually we're talking about the deepest subject of spiritual, metaphysical um, understanding uh, when we're talking about the soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, the soul is the God part of our life. Now, you know, we we certainly... Or maybe we'll find a way to help you touch into that uh, soul 
part of yourself, which is your higher consciousness. And that is all healing. Yeah. We know that um, uh, we know that the conscious mind is responsible for all of our imbalances, disharmony, as well as illness. Mm-hmm. So when we when we first started talking, I was talking to you about the stress levels, yeah, and the anxieties, and it's this is a you know we we these things are on us all the time, but sometimes they become layers of onions, and we got to peel them off one layer at a time. And sometimes you know I've met a lot of people, get a lot of clients that come in with that kind of stress. And and they've just they've I've got to talk to them about relaxing and letting go of some of the things that are causing tension. And when you feel like that it's involved in your work, it's involved in your career, well, you're just creating more tension and more negative thoughts instead mm-hmm. of allowing the body to say, hey, we want freedom, we want space. It's just like you asked me if I had a hard out. No, I don't have a hard out because I never allow hard outs in my life. I, you know, I operate on a uh, a schedule of I do what I need to do in a create my creative uh, ex- uh, functions. I don't even back up appointments uh, one after another unless I'm very sure of how the appointment is going to go. Mm-hmm. So my I I book appointments anywhere from half hour to hour out from the last appointment because I might want to take a nap. I <laughs> might want to go eat. I might want to go do things that allow me the space to feel good inside of me. Right. And that's very important and I realize that I'm a little bit less emotional than you are. So, but when you let your emotions run havoc on you, they just keep, they just build up until there is an explosion, there is a breakdown. Mm-hmm. You know, when we have a, when we have sometimes have a physical breakdown, it's more or less about, you know, we've got to look around and say, how have I boxed myself in by my beliefs, by my ideas of what I should do? Because remember, there are no woulda, shoulda, couldas in life. We put them on ourselves. So as I had to talk to you more and more, well, to be honest with you, Kelly, I think the moon moved into your sixth house of work and health. And mm-hmm. I think your, your, your emotional stress is about 10 times stronger than you'd like to think it is. Probably so. Okay. Well, we get emotional, we get stressed out, we get sick. The body tells us, hey, you're you're overworking me. Yeah. And I don't think you've got to go out the last three years to start, you know, to 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 try to understand it because you're 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 going too far. What do you I mean? I mean, just stay right now. Stay in the moment. Yeah. And the in the moment, I think that you know the moon is moving in on your Saturn which is uh, about career. And I think it's the moon, which is also going to be uh, a part of this process, which is uh, is in what? Cancer, the moon. So you're stressing. You're too emotional about it all. So in other words, what I was saying, when clients come in to me, I look for the, the, the rebound. What is actually going on that that they think it is compared to what it really is because what it really is shows up what they think it is doesn't show up well give me an example what do you mean by that well in other words i'm giving you an example now i'm looking at the chart you say what what could be going on that that i had told you before to bake to watch your health mm-hmm. okay so I was looking for what I what what I what I would have been looking at to say that. And it was an energy of Saturn, which is suppression, Saturn restricting, and it's in your house of career. So 
what did you be talking about? Your restriction, you got to get moving, you got to get going. I'm, I could lose my business. I mean, you're making all of this. This is all emotional stuff. Yeah, and well. It, it, when you say it, your mind, your subconscious hears it and it becomes real. So what you were saying to me before is all that I need to be saying to myself right now is I need to focus on getting better. And so take, and then taking the steps to do that and that, and then the rest will fall in place. Yes. Because I mean, you know, with Uranus in your first health is your physical body, which is what uh, give you um, uh, independence and individuality from the, the crap you went through for two years or three years. Well, that's the autonomic nervous system. And so you're going to be more subjective to the nervous system in your future than you've ever been in your past. What does subjective mean in that scenario? In other words, you're going to be under that um, that energy of needing to be um, in more in balance with yourself, because if you're not, then the nervous system is going to respond in any manner that uh, could inhibit you mm -hmm. by, by um, forcing you to shut down a little bit so you can't do too much because um, you don't overload yourself. Mm -hmm. You don't stretch yourself too thin. Mm -hmm. You stay within a balance, which is vitally important in your house of health because it's all Libra. Yeah. So I can explain it through the whole process from a gestalt or a big picture standpoint. Now, what I see going on right now is you got the moon, which is about your emotions and your past, is in your house of work and health. Mm -hmm. Well, do you see why I had the reaction that I had? Then that makes total sense because then it was like, because I'm saying to you all this emotional stuff, I'm going to lose my business. Like all my fears are kicking up because I essentially feel like I have not worked for the month of July. <laughs> and that is very triggering to maybe some of the, the breakdown that I had. I mean, all the listeners know about that because I had to take a break from the podcast. Like I had a complete breakdown and I was pushing myself too hard. I had too much you know, toxicity in my life and bad relationships and public humiliation and all of these things that like everything that I had been working towards fell apart. And it was this huge letdown, but I've been working really hard to heal and but, to, yeah, to evolve see, and change. And, and well, so anyway, all I'm saying is like, I'm ready. Let's fucking go. Like, that's how I feel is like, well, yeah, but on. that isn't how life works. Well, life clearly, is a process. Marv, it's a journey. And, and what I'm, I'm trying tired to of explain the to right you now. I get it. But your I'm nervous system is going to become very involved oh, it in is. your health. It is. That's okay. Well, busy people don't get sick when they're busy in harmony. But you're not busy in harmony. You're busy and disharmony because you feel pressured to accomplish and do something. Because I haven't been for so long because I well, have been listening to my nervous system. And that was a huge shift for me in general to like actually say, hey, you know what? I'm not okay. I have to stop. I have to pause. I have to reset. I have to take this time for myself. But I'm now to this place and I, well, I think, you know, on a lot of days I'm feeling really good emotionally now. And so I'm like, okay, well, what, what is my direction? What is like, I feel like so much has changed in me. And then I feel very like almost directionless in work. And I'm tired of feeling that way. I'm ready for like an action step. And so that was where my frustration was coming from today is because I'm just like, I want to just take a step. Like I'm willing to listen and all this stuff. Like I'm, I'm feeling like I'm not disconnecting spiritually to do so. And how do I help others? And how do I, like, I'm feeling that. And so that was where this frustration came from today, but I'll just 
fucking listen again, but can't I just be mad for a second? Like, is that not, I mean, <laughs> does everyone just surrender easily? Like I don't, so that is one thing I know about myself. Yeah. I, I'll have to send you my, um, uh, outline on conscious complaining. Well, great. Just what I need. I just want well, someone to commiserate and, with me but, for just a second. But that's a, that's a positive step is to complain and get the energy out of us. Well, that's what I'm doing then. Great. Everyone's listening. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome, you guys. Welcome to my head. <laughs> no, you need to say thank you for listening to I'm my complaining. Uh, okay. Thank you for listening to my complaining. Everyone who's listening and you, Marv. <laughs> and now let's talk about soul evolution. I've had enough whining. I'm fine. <laughs> All right. I, I mean, this is going to help me. I feel it already, like shifting out of my body to just say how frustrated I am and get it out. But I do want to talk about what we plan to talk about because I actually love this conversation and I love the outline you sent. So I guess let's start with the basics. What is a soul? Well, as I talk to you, I, you know, um, I've done a lot of research on that, obviously. Right. Uh, because in in astrology, we look at the evolutionary journey of the soul to establish what's going on in your life now. And of course, we have to establish why, mm -hmm. because that's a, a major question of people when they come to us. Um, I'm I'm more of a spiritual evolutionary astrologer than I am a prediction astrologer of your future and all of that kind of stuff. So I've done, um, when I look at a chart, I'm looking at basically your past lives. I'm looking at your emotional makeup and structures in this life and why the soul chose this life and the personality and the ego structure for you to advance and, and move forward. So this is what we call evolutionary journey of the soul. Mm -hmm. And uh, in astrology, we use 10 different measurements to evaluate that. And of course, this is why when I tell you something, you, you have an aha moment. Yeah. I mean, you know, when we went through the last couple of podcasts, one of these measurements or the most important measurement is Pluto. Because that is the soul. And that's what needs to be transformed. And uh, um, that's the evolution necessity of this lifetime. Now, we had several different hits on you that mm -hmm. were major experiences. Yes. And you can see when we talk through them how they were major experiences that shifted your life. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then, um, so we look at uh, those kinds of planets to, uh, and points in the chart to establish what's going on now. And then that helps us understand when you look at the big picture like that, it helps us to understand why would you go through two years of a, hard relationship that challenged you emotionally and everywhere it could. Yeah. Because you, your uh, basis for you to go through relationships and friendships is part of the evolutionary journey you need to go through to gain the kind of confidence in this life to do your life's work. Mm -hmm. Because you came in um, there's a lot of insecurity, a lot of self-doubt, mm -hmm. a lot of victimization mm -hmm. by way of allowing yourself to follow the um, the approval of others in your life. And so all of these kinds of things, when I look at your whole picture, help me understand what you go through um, month to month and year to year. Can you talk more about that last one? That was a trigger word for me. <laughs> <laughs> so you mean that I 
have been like, I put myself in circumstances where I'm victimized because I'm seeking approval of others. You have done that in the past. Yes. Yes. You may recognize it in this lifetime, but it is a condition and a pattern with you. And the soul has sent you into this lifetime so that you can discover what that conditioning and patterning was, which is going to break down into the um, understanding your mental, emotional barriers. Mm. What, 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 what pushes your buttons? That's the emotional things. What challenges you within relationships and friendships? Because that all bleeds out into how we use other people and objectify who we are through other people. And then that's how we ultimately cleanse and dissolve some of the old, the past negative emotions and feelings by becoming stronger because somebody objectified it and showed Mm -hmm. us where we break down and have that traumatic experiences in relationships that then we we act to resolve that frustrations, that emotions, that insecurities, that lack of self-image, lack of self-confidence, so that we can now become stronger in those areas because we're we're putting up uh we're we're healing mm-hmm. and we're putting up uh resistance to falling into that conditioned trap of making others more important than we make ourselves. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I always think it's interesting because I'm starting to recognize these patterns now, obviously in my own life. And the last three years I keep talking about as being like so hard. And the reason I think that it hit me in a different way than maybe some other times in my life is I actually think I bumped up against a lot of these same lessons previously. Um, I know I did actually. 
And they got my attention and, but they got my attention a little bit and a little bit enough for me to evolve and change at that time. But like this last three years was like a wham, bam, pow, up. Like, it's like, I literally felt like I was playing whack-a-mole with the same issue in relationships, but expanding over all areas of my life. Like it was like in friendship, in work, in romantic relationships. And so And I've heard other people say this, and I really felt this, like it really resonates with me to the idea of like, why am I being hit? Like, why is it happening all at the same time? But for me, like, and we'll get more into this in a minute. I know that my soul was like coming in really wanting to heal from this because I have faced it over and over and over in my life. And so that's how I look at it now is like, I really want to change that within myself and heal and grow. Um, and the only way I was really going to pay attention is if it came in all those different ways, well, like it got my attention. The only way we pay attention is when it's painful. Of course. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Because change comes through pain. Yes. We don't forget that lesson. Right. And so the lessons in our lives that are soul driven are painful. Right. Because we have to confront the fears. We have to confront our ability to stand on our own two feet and value our own self above all others. Mm -hmm. Because we have to learn to understand that the universe is, is very supportive and creative. But if we get into the fears, the universe uh, can be has everything in it. It has all of the the negatives or bad that we make, or it can have all the positives. Mm -hmm. I mean, why are creative people a lot of times do a lot of drugs? Because they don't feel comfortable on the physical level. They feel comfortable on a spiritual creative level. Mm. Ah. Yeah. And so, and then we get into the Saturnian problems of how we've defined our life. That's and that Saturn life is everyone. defined by um, conditioning patterns. Okay. And the conditioning patterns come from this lifetimes and early, early home, early upbringing, and all the memories of our past lives. Okay. So we've got to confront fears. Saturn is nothing but forcing you to confront fears. Mm -hmm. So you see, these are principles that we look at as the soul manifests a personality for a subjective reason. Ours. I just want to break this down for people. A personality is like me, Kelly, you Marv, like Kelly is my personality, right? Like my soul picked all of my wiring, the way I look, the way my life is, all that stuff. That is like what you are referring to with a personality. That's correct. Okay. Just Because the personality, the ego has, has a way of, the ego only wants to make you bigger, better, and greater than anybody else. It wants a payoff. It right. wants, it wants the, um, it wants all the feel good things of the physical material world. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, when you live in duality, you can create, I mean, that just creates all kinds of, of things because I mean, you know, we can, we, we lie to ourselves. So we set our own self up for disappointments and pain. So, That's why if we create everything in our reality, well, then obviously we're not operating on a soul level. We're operating on an ego personality level. So it's like, don't be shocked when that falls apart. Yeah. (laughs) That's how I talk to myself. Don't be shocked when that don't work out. Right. Like you started driving the bus with your ego and you're shocked it all fell apart. Okay, cool. Like, (laughs) let's just go on now. And so... The soul is an immutable consciousness Mm. that's unchanging. 
and it has its own individuality and identity that remains intact from life to life. So your basis of who you are on a soul level is the same basis that everybody is on their own personal soul level. We're all trying to accomplish the same thing. Mm -hmm. So the personality that you're using as Kelly is going to help you bump up against the major lessons that you're needing to learn in this lifetime. Right. Like, for instance, we always talk about, well, I'm more sensitive or more emotional. And I thought for a long time, like that was such a, I was embarrassed about it. I didn't know what to do about it. I mean, honestly, this is probably until like this last year that I've really been okay or starting to like lean into, no, I am exactly the way I am for an exactly specific reason. And the more I try to fight that, the more pain I'm going to cause myself and maybe others too, because mm -hmm. that's not why my soul it came this way. But you see, when, when you're working on your, your soul has used the most powerful way for you to transform in this lifetime. And that is for you to be so emotional. You're a cancer. You're ruled by the moon. Mm -hmm. You're ruled by all your fears, all your conditioning, all your insecurities, all your weak foundation, and a weak self-image. Mm -hmm. So this is what rules you. And so all of those things are going to be challenged in this lifetime so that when you get to the completion of this lifetime, there'll be a strong self-image. There'll be a strong mm -hmm. sense of individuality. There'll be a strong emotional foundation. There'll be a strong sense of who you are, what you are, and an authenticity because you've confronted all the different various emotional struggles. Mm -hmm. So you will, you will ultimately be as of a strong as person could be. And so that is for the advancement the, of the soul. And that looks different for everyone, right? Like, and not everyone came Most the way assuredly. I came. And so it's like, if you're really bullheaded or you're whatever it is that your personality is, that is for a purpose. Like, I think a lot of us, you know, they say when you test on the Enneagram and you read about your number and you don't like the description, like that's exactly your number. Cause a lot of us don't like to read the shadow parts of our personality, maybe because we, we tie that to shame. And it's like, what I'm learning is it's good to learn about those things so we can maybe shift and change as we can in our personality. And also like they're all for a reason they literally are. And we can either use them for our evolution, like you're talking about, or we can let them hinder us. And I think we've all probably done both, but I'm really like leaning into, okay, like what are the strengths of this part of my personality and why if, I mean, if I chose it, like it's for a reason. And so lean in baby. Well, and you see, when you take an attitude like that, mm -hmm. you're cleansing the whole emotional construction and makeup of what my body, of you, oh yeah. Of you see, you are in charge of the ego and the personality. You can accept or reject whatever it comes up with. Mm. And when you true to live, when you move to live more in a higher consciousness, well, then you no longer pay attention to the to the mind games that the ego personality plays. Mm. And yeah. you become more authentically being able to listen to your intuitive side, your imaginative side, your creative side, which is all coming from the soul. Mm -hmm. You see, now you can, you can decide that you want to go against the soul by not paying attention to it. And I can't mm -hmm. tell you how many people tell me today, well, I intuitively felt I shouldn't do it. And I did it anyway. <laughs> yeah. and, it, and it was very painful. Hello, my last three years. <laughs> okay. Yes. So you see, that is how we are in charge 
of the conditioning and responsible for our past. And that's okay. what the soul's evolution and journey is about. Okay. And so each person, uh, each personality that the soul manifests from lifetime to lifetime has an ego. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what the ego is? The moon, cancer. Mm-hmm. And it serves as the focusing agent. So we use our emotions as the as the focus of what of all of our confrontations of our fears and anxieties and struggles in life. Well, I mean, I've told you, we've talked about it before. All fears are just made up. There are none. Yeah. But you see, you're we all become addicted to the conditioning of our language, the fears we bring up. Um, and so that's what, well, that's why the personality is manifested to confront all that. Mm -hmm. So the personality is still has your intrinsic nature, which is that, which is, which is naturally who you are. That's more authentically who you are. You see? So, you know, you've heard people have the expression, well, when I get outside of myself, well, when you get outside of yourself, you're listening to your ego, your personality. You're yeah. not paying attention to the soul, your higher consciousness. And so um, the, 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 the important point about that is, is the experience in life are always unique to each one of us. And of course, the personality manifests, um, the, the soul manifests the personality directly to the evolutionary necessities of what the soul needs to grow. So you, your personality and all your struggles is what your soul needs to use to grow by, mm-hmm. to bump up against relationships, to bump up against other people's uh, values, so that you ultimately turn away from others and turn more into your self values. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you have experiences that are unique to you to grow and evolve. It really does help me. And I noticed this over the last couple of years, but the more I can look in and experience, especially the painful ones, when I can get out of the pain for a second or the emotions of it, I, and say to myself, like, what is this teaching or what is this mirroring to me? Like you taught me about mirroring where it's just a lot of times in relationships, it's showing me what I'm like this, the insecurities in myself. And then I'm, I'm really wanting that other person to like make it okay. And instead it's like, no, that's actually how I talk to myself. I don't like how he's talking to me. Well, that's what I said to myself this morning. (laughs) So it's like, (laughs) how can I expect someone else? You know, it's just, that is the benefit of that mirroring stuff. And so in the painful situations, the more that I can say like, okay, what's, what is my soul trying to show me here? It doesn't feel so all encompassing or like, oh my God, my life is over. If this relationship ends, it's just like, it's part of the whole process of life. Well, yeah. And the thing about it is, is when things occur that we, I mean, we have a lot of times things happen and we say, well, I didn't do anything to bring this event experience about. Yeah. Well, you didn't do it maybe currently in this life, in this life but karmically you are responsible. Mm-hmm. Because we are all responsible for our karmic history, okay? And so that is why we face things that sometimes we don't understand. Mm-hmm. Why are we facing this? Why are people acting like this? And so you have to respond in a way that's that's more true to your own personal values and mm-hmm. your authenticity which is listening to your higher self. I still get a little confused about karma because like, I actually liked it somewhere in this outline you um, quoted, I think it was William Walker Atkinson, but 
It said, karma is simply the law of spiritual cause and effect. We are not punished because of our sins, but by them we're reward. We are not, I'm sorry. We are rewarded, not because of our good deeds, but by them. And I, that helped me a little bit because there is something about this. Like, if I do something wrong, then I'll pay for it later. Like it feels like punishment. And what you're saying right now is that this is, that's not even about just this lifetime. It's like lifetimes ago. And I'm like, I don't, what did Kelly do for that? <laughs> like it just, well, I get confused. You see, if you go down a little further, think about this for a second. Desire is the determining force that dictates the reality of each individual. And so if that's the case, the desire, your choice creates actions your mm-hmm. actions create reality and the reality leads to reactions in karma. So it's really just like whatever you're put, like when people say whatever you're putting out is kind of what you get back. No, right? it ain't kind of, it is. I mean, it is what, so if like you're treating people poorly or you're doing something, or are you saying that if we did that in previous lifetimes, it might play out in this lifetime? Absolutely. Okay. It might not, it, it's not a might play out, it will play out. See, no matter what energy you put out, mm-hmm. no matter what, no matter what thoughts you think are creating in the universe. So that's what Atkinson means when he said it's not about doing good deeds. Mm-hmm. It's about taking responsibility for your actions, thoughts, and words. Mm, I like that. Well, you know, I really like that. I got in this conversation recently. um, You know, I grew up in a Christian world, like Christian household, Christian school, and this is not a knock on Christianity, but I was saying to my person that I was talking or my friend that I was talking to, like one of the biggest issues that I had with the human translation of Christianity was like, if you just do good deeds, then you're a good person. Meanwhile, it's like when no one's looking, there's all sorts of shit going on. And like, that doesn't feel like I'm like, something isn't right about that. Like that, like, so I go do service work, but then I'm like doing terrible things when I go home at night or something, but nobody sees it. So it's supposed to be quote unquote fine. Like that something's not right there. And what you just said, because, because the bottom line is, is you're the judge of yourself. Okay. See, so there is no hiding. (laughs) Right. Like, cause you're with yourself all the time. You're with yourself all the time. Yeah. So when you do things that are, uh, ego driven, personality driven that cause suffering and pain and fear, guilt, doubt, and shame. Mm-hmm. Well, you're the one that's going to pay. You're the one that's got to face that. That makes total sense. Because even if you're like going and doing the quote unquote service work, like I just mentioned, if you're doing it for a purpose of being a good person, like on paper, th- that's not like, you're missing the point, right? Like, just don't go do the service work then. Cause that's all about your ego. Yeah. And anytime the ego's involved, it wants a payoff. Right. And if you're doing service work because you think you're going to get a payoff, well, guess what? There's no payoff for being a good person. Right. You're just happier in life usually. But it gives you the opportunity to live in joy by mm-hmm. serving other people. Mm-hmm. Because what you do for others, you do for yourself. Yes, I like that. When you love yourself, now you know how you want to be loved. Mm -hmm. So everything comes back, no matter what. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. 
From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employer's respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Okay, what else? (laughs) What else? (laughs) (laughs) So... I have there on Atkinson's, karma is simply the law of cause and effect, where we are punished not because of by them, and we're rewarded not because of our good deeds, but by them. See, this goes right on into uh, Jung, which was, he always used to walk down the hall and say, what dastardly good thing happened to you today? Because He knew if something good happened in your life, well, simultaneously, what the negative was created by right beside it. And you eventually had to experience both sides Mm because this is a world of duality. So you're not going by what you're doing. You're going by what's internally connected to your higher self, your higher consciousness, to your soul. In short, the rewards and punishments arise by the nature of our character. And our character is the sum total of our desires. And what did I say is your undoing? Your desires. Mm. Why is it your undoing? Because the desires are what create what we think we need which Mm. determines our choices. See, this is why I knew I had to do this podcast today because you realize you just called me out, right? Well, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I have to work. (laughs) Like I literally just was feeling like I need to work because I can't lose this business and da, 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 da. Like all of these things that I've completely made up in my head, as you said, but it was what I was feeling. And this desire of mine is to be successful. Like that's a desire. Ah. Um, Why sure it is because that was an old pattern of your past. That's one of your karmic, that's one of your karmic signatures. What? That I wasn't successful? You sacrificed yourself to be successful in the past. Well, I've done it in this life too. Well, you're, 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 you're confronting patterns. Mm Mm-hmm of what you've done in the past well, and yeah, you're slowly coming in, in to a new sense of relationship to your, to the world reality and to yourself. Yeah. And you coming into the realization that you do not have to sacrifice who you are to be successful. Right. That was a big one, Marv. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> and so You see, um, you see, I mean, there's another thing. Man's own consciousness, when allowed to speak clearly and forcefully, is the most severe judge that exists. Mm -hmm. Our own consciousness. So we judge ourselves for the authenticity, inauthenticity, and for our ego projections, mm-hmm. our judgments 
our fears, guilt, doubt, shame, and pride. All of those are negatives mm. that are ultimately going to lead to disharmony, disease, and out of balance. Well, there you go, doctor. Thank you for just kidding me. <laughs> uh... But you see, so our job is, is to come more into alignment with our soul self. Mm-hmm. So let's just talk about that just for a second. Okay. How you come into alignment with your soul self is paying attention. What is your obsessions? What is your intuition? What are your visions? What is your imagination? See, I do that all the time with my hypnotherapy clients. Mm -hmm. If you can imagine it, it's already been. You've Mm -hmm. already done it. You cannot think of nothing new. You, the ego personality, cannot think of anything new. That has to come from the soul because you do nothing in and of yourself. God does it. And Mm -hmm. you are the God by your soul. So you and God are one. So by perfecting yourself through the cycles of spiritual evolution, man would become full-fledged heirs and co-rulers with God in the universe. And so how did we get here? The All is one. All is mind. I mean, just think about when I say all is mind. We create everything in our mind. And so the mind is projected into being through the will of God. As an individual, meaning that we were we we are celestial thought forms, divine cells in the body of God, but we suddenly become aware of our individuality, and we become aware of the individuality. This is where the ego personality begins to take charge and turns away from. God. You know, the one, the two things is the soul has, the soul has two existing competing desires. Yeah. The desire to separate from that which created the soul, separate from God, and the desire to return to the source of creation. So is that our battle in life, kind of battling between the soul and the ego, the soul and the ego? Like Exactly. Okay. So the interaction of those two opposing desires instigates the drama of personal and collective evolution. Mm-hmm. So this is why we have to evolve. What happens if you don't evolve? I like that you use the word drama. Well, you just keep coming back. Keep coming back to what? The same lessons? Same lessons. Yeah. So don't care how many times you come back. Oh, even you're saying even in different lifetimes with a different personality. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can reject the soul. Yeah. At your own peril. Right. But you will be back to face it again. Right. Ugh, that sounds tiring. Well. (laughs) Maybe I've just done that a bunch of times. And so that's why I'm like, whew, don't do that again. We're in this lifetime so that we might become aware of the separation from God force, Mm -hmm. from our own high consciousness. And we've all entered here on voluntarily. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've had people in regressions. Why did I even come down here? And I've had, I've had them the soul speak through them and said, because you wanted to come, mm-hmm. you agreed to it. So we have to evolve and grow. And so 
man in his original state, according to Casey, uh, or permanent consciousness, is the soul with a spiritual body, just like your maker. So here in the flesh, the soul is the God part of you. So when you get to operating more from the ego and the personality, what are you doing? Playing God? Well, no, you're separating from the God part of you. Oh, right, 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 right. Well, I mean, a lot that's of people- more that's more uh, in alignment with Satan. Yeah. It's kind of funny that we say we call that playing God then, because that's really yeah. inaccurate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And you and, and see, this is this is a, one of the beautiful things. The universe needs the man of mine as an observer. In so much as nothing may be said to exist until it is observed. And this is this is going right down the path of physics. Mm-hmm. This is going right down the path. You create nothing. So when we observe it, it comes into existence. How small is small? Mm. We still don't know. And so man's role in this capacity is to help perpetuate and carry forward the advancing evolution of the observed cosmos, even as man himself requires the cosmos for his own ongoing evolution. This makes that me was think- another Casey. That- yeah, Edgar Casey. This makes me think also recently... Uh, I think NASA just discovered, I mean, I don't know who else it would be. NASA. They discovered basically like there's a whole nother galaxy out there. Do you remember this? I, I don't oh, know. If yeah. Well, there's hundreds. There's well, right. But to me, that just triggered when you said we observe it. We're finally observing that. That's probably, that's been there forever. Right. But we're observing it. So now it's in existence to us Right. in 2022. Exactly. Right. Okay. I got it. It wasn't there until we observed it. Right. But it's been there forever. <laughs> it is. Well, yeah. So, and so since there must be a law to everything in creation, universal laws were established even before God spoke the word to put all this in motion. So everything in the material universe is patterned after that in the spiritual realm. So our real job, Kelly, is to discover the ego and the conscious mind. It's just to discover the personality. Mm -hmm. Because when we discover it, we can make change. We can make new choices. We can listen to our inner inner voice. Mm -hmm. And that's really the job that we have. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Now, 
let's talk about how we stay focused on the soul. Okay. The soul is your greatest creative potential. So when you got a calling, which is a destiny, you've got a calling to do what you're doing. You just didn't by happen chance come into this work. Mm-hmm. This was a calling. When you listen to that, you're listening to the soul. When you visualize yourself being your greatest sense of success, mm-hmm. you've used the word, I want to be successful. Mm-hmm. Well, what's the greatest? What does that look like? That's a vision. And that is potential create created. And you can create it in this lifetime, or you can hold on to the vision and create it in the next two. Yeah. The soul don't care. Just hold on to the vision. The soul guides you to to achieve that. What the mind can conceive, the mind can achieve. And so our calling is very important. What we're drawn to. I was drawn. I, I just was drawn to help people. I remember at 18 years old being so drawn to the psychology of people. Mm-hmm. I resonate with that. And then I became an auto mechanic for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> but here I am closer to the end of my life. What, what am I? You're helping people. I'm a therapist. Yeah, basically. I'm helping people. Yeah. I, I've never been this happy in my entire life. Right. So it was a calling. Mm-hmm. And it all unfolded by what you call happen chance or luck. But I followed but really. the calling. Right. That is the soul. Okay. Using your vision, following your calling, mm-hmm. have an immense amount of faith, never deviating from what you vision. That is listening to the soul. Okay. Does that help you understand the evolutionary journey of the soul, the power of the soul, and what the soul really is? The soul is not something that can be a negative or lead us in a bad way. Mm -hmm. The soul is the God part of you. Do you think God wants anything bad for you? No. Well, that's what you'd be saying if this, if you're blaming the soul for what's going on. Right. I don't know that I blame the soul. I think the thing that I really like about this differentiation between the personality and the soul is maybe it's more of like a self-acceptance piece that can come to you when you realize that your soul chose this exact frame and this exact makeup and all of the things. Cause I think we all can get really stuck in comparison. I know me specifically in comparison or like tapping all that stuff out. And that really is the ego. Like that's, that's your soul is, this is just a shell for all of us. And we came here to learn certain things. And so we needed this shell for that reason, but really who you are is your soul. And none of us can see that visually. And so I think we resonate more with the personality a lot of times until we can evolve enough to, to recognize soul. Right. And the way to, to build that connection to the soul is through meditation, Mm -hmm. hypnosis, Mm -hmm. going through, you know, dreams. I mean, dreams come directly from the soul. Yeah. And so when you get into dream interpretation, I mean, you can learn a lot by that. I mean, I spent months going through that. Mm-hmm. Drove me nuts and waking me up every two hours. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I mean, you know, so when we get into that higher level of consciousness, we become more authentically our true self. Yeah. Our God self. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're all striving for. I like that. I feel like that's a good place to end today. (laughs) All right. Tell the people where they can find you if they wanted to do a reading or learn more about the soul. This is a lot more of a, this, this exact podcast was more of kind of what you and I do is what I always refer to you as my life coach, but 
um, this is kind of an interpretation of that. So that people can see, like, it's definitely, you still use your chart lineup, but it's all about your soul every time we're talking. And so understanding the soul's evolution and the soul purpose is a huge part of this whole entire process. So tell the people where they can find you. You can find me at astromarv.com. And I am going to put these, this outline into the blog on that website. Uh, you can contact me through Marvin at astromarv.com to my personal email. Um, and of course, my readings are spiritual. They are soul driven. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that I can't talk to you on the level of wherever you're at. True. And whatever you want to know. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, thank you, Marv. We'll be back next month with some other soul astrology, whatever we decide we need to discuss at the time. I mean, a month feels like so much shit could happen in this world. You just never know. (laughs) I don't know what we'll talk about, but Marv will be back next month as always. And Marv, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And participating. Uh-huh. I'm glad I could show up, <laughs> even though you guys got a little vent at the end, <laughs> at the beginning, I mean. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks for listening to the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson, where we believe everyone has a little velvet and a little edge. Subscribe for more conversations on life, style, beauty, and relationships. Search Velvet's Edge wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>